Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. I'm ready. No, I got it this time. I'm prepared. The Rainbow Hatchet. And a lot of people I didn't give a crap about died. Why y'all laughing? I don't know. I wasn't prepared for this question. Hey, welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest of us. I produce this mess. I'm Jake. I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we've been reading through. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm the baby brother and your sunshine into Gotham. And this is the Brotherhood of Batman, a podcast where three very different brothers get together to discuss all things Batman. Yay, Batman. Mostly comic books, mostly in a chronological-ish order. Um, Sometimes we do movies and games and stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. <clears throat> I'm doing this part because I made the beverages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today we meet the JLA. That stands for Justice League of America. Marca. Marca. Mar- that would be JLM, but whatever. Um, it was a lovely little romp through some old, old comic books. So I decided to have some fun with the beverages. I made each of you three fun beverages. You'll notice a pretty green one with some candy rings. It is called the Ring of Power. I was like, I don't remember what I oh, named it. I fell into <coughs> the burning Have ring of power. Have you a wing? Yeah, the Ring of Power. Uh, for Green Lantern, who is a new character we meet. Nice. Then we have a bright yellow... Um, drink in a fishnet <laughs> glass. Almost it, canary yellow. Yes. It's called the Canary Cry, and that's for a character that we didn't really meet this episode, but she's back. And then we have the Deep Blue Sea for Aquaman, and there's some cute little Swedish fish swimming in it. So um, the drinks are a range of strength, <laughs> just <laughs> like the Justice League. Where uh, where should we start, Ben? What, sh- yeah. what is your recommendation? Um, I'm gonna drink the blue one. <laughs> okay. But okay. y'all can drink whatever you would like. Well, and uh, especially this season, you can tune in to our Facebook account where um, every week when we release our new episodes, uh, either that day or a couple days later, I'm gonna be putting up the photo of the drink from that episode, uh, along with recipes. If you guys would like to follow along, not only in the reading, but uh, you can follow along in our drinks as well. And you can find that on the Brotherhood of Batman on Facebook. Or you can check us out on Twitter at Brother HD Batman, or send us an email at Brotherhood of Batman at gmail.com. Instagram, the Brotherhood of Batman. What do you think of the blue? Do you know what it is? It's margarita ish. It's literally just a margarita with food coloring. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so I will drink all of those. <laughs> try the Fair yellow. Enough. Try the. Nope. Try the green next. <laughs> try the green one. It's do I put the candy rings in the like drink? It tastes like food coloring. Yeah, they're all going to taste like food coloring. Uh, oh. <laughs> That's got. Um, oh, if that one was bad, you're not prepared for the canary cry. She about to break your shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that That's was. That's got coconut in it. That was uh, vanilla vodka. Oh, and vanilla water. Oh, okay. Vanilla vodka. 
and you used water as a mixer? Yeah, it was a flavored water. I don't remember oh. which one I put in there. Oh, orange. Okay. oh okay. Yeah, I thought it was sparkling. And then this one, I'm very, very sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it was apple. It was green apple because it's green lantern. It was green oh. apple and vanilla okay. vodka. Okay, I get a little bit of that. <laughs> it's banana. <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> no, it's uh, 99 bananas and some uh, <laughs> sparkly water. Cherry sparkling water. But I don't know that's if the cherry bad. goes through the bananas. <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, that, that's good. Oh, that wasn't bad at all. Yeah, no. Cool. So those yeah. are my drinks. Awesome. Uh, that's my entire contribution. <laughs> I will be seeing you guys later <laughs> next time. Awesome. Thanks. Well, uh, what has been going on in your geeky little worlds, guys? Comic bags, bags and boards, lots and lots of comic bags and boards. <laughs> I've been, uh, with your help of purchasing some bags and boards, I've been redoing my collection and they look so nice and pretty. It's so clean. I'm getting rid of all the old ripped up bags and boards, all the ones with old price stickers and like a board that's brown on one side and yellowing on the other. Nice. I was just like, <laughs> nice. why is this so gross? Um, and while I did it today, I was going through my Tim Drake Robbins section and who? got very distracted. Who, who are you talking about? Shut up. I don't know. You do know who I'm talking about. And I, uh, I was flipping through because there were a lot of cool things that met up with things we've talked about on this podcast. Um, I came across an issue where Killer Moth becomes the monster that I mentioned a long time ago. Killer Moth that we've met is a very slapstick kind of character. Kill those suckers! <laughs> <laughs> yes, kill all the suckers. <laughs> and I like came across a Robin issue where Killer Moth it becomes a big scary monster. So it was fun to relook through those old issues, knowing what I've been like reading through the podcast. Hmm. So what should have taken me half an hour to bag a hundred comics took me longer than that. You know, it, it always does. It's very satisfying rebagging comics for some strange reason. I don't. Like pulling out the crappy ones, putting them in the ones where they actually all are uniform and and straight in order, so and you crisp. can actually find them. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's very nice. So you guys, um, I, I turned both of you on to Ultra Pro's resealable bag and board. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. So instead of having to use scotch tape to do the fold over, and uh, the scotch tape would always rip the bag if you didn't get you know if you had too or you'd strong rip of the tape, and then it wouldn't stick anymore. Yeah. How do you guys like the resealables? They're so nice and pretty. They're nice. I mean, I I think every once in a while I get one that tears, but I think you get that on any bag and board if you're... Yeah. You I got know. a board that was jacked up, like in the middle of the stack. Like the board was like falling in on itself. I was like, how did that happen? Huh. But it's fine. It was just one. Quality control. Yeah, yeah it's like I, where you bought it from. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, no refund. Give me my half a penny back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have definitely fallen in love with the resealables. I, I don't think I'll ever buy regular bags and boards again. No. How was your Weekend Geek, Jake? Uh, it's been fine. Um, we took a bunch of games to one of our local game stores who was having a... Uh, a game like, night? A game bazaar over the last weekend where you could take any of your used or unplayed games and uh, put your own price on it, and they did all the work. They set it up, they sold it, and then whatever they sold it for, you get in store credit to the oh, store. That's nice. nice. So what'd you make? Um, we got two hundred and fifty dollars in store credit. Holy crap! How many games did you take? Uh, it was the entire back of Sarah's SUV, and then wow. the was back it, were seat. these the ones you tried to give, wow. give away to us, or were these are more? all the ones that you guys passed on? Oh, 
nice. plus some other stuff. Uh, there were some comics in there, but the comics actually didn't sell. Um, most people showed up for the gaming stuff. So nice. I gotta go back sweet. and pick up the rest of it. And then I have my eye on something very special that I will definitely talk about on the podcast if I end up picking it up. Which store? Uh, Fantasy Books and Games in Fairview oh, Heights, Fairview. Illinois. Yeah. It's a good store. Yeah, it's a big store. They get store. some cool... Uh, uh, sculpture figures in there. Yeah, pieces. they are one of the the leading stores on like uh, the DC direct figures and sculptures and stuff. They get all of that. Are high you end getting stuff a statue? Better. I'll, I'll talk about it later. Oh god. Oh okay. I think. I think it, it's it's most of our. It's a big chunk of our credit, so I have to have to decide. Nice. But uh, yeah. Other right. than that, um, I posted. This is going to be kind of untimely to talk about now because it, it posted when we're recording this but about season two of titans which by the time this episode comes so out cool. will have uh already premiered it premieres the beginning of september so i am slowly working my way through season one but uh i am now going to put the gas to the floor to get through season one because season two looks phenomenal can i have your password for the, D- the, the dc we'll thing? see if it works that way I have two dollars for you (laughs) (laughs) and some Swedish fish. (laughs) Right, enjoy Um, the fish. But yeah, definitely. Oh, I even have goldfish crackers. I didn't even realize how (laughs) fishy this all was. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been. um, I haven't been watching the trailers for season two because I don't want to spoil. I'm not done with season one yet. But everything that's happening in season one, and then kind of the feeling that I'm get about what's going to happen in season two really ties into where we are at right now in the comics guys so it's it's dick grayson dealing with being an older robin his relationship with batman his meeting of his young teenage friends and he's not a teenager in this show but you know it does go through a lot of the same kind of storylines there's a new robin that shows up and all that kind of fun stuff so nice yeah i highly recommend it um other than The Flash, I think it's been my favorite DC show that they put out. Oh, wow. Gee, yeah. I wonder what will happen to the new Robin. But um, bump. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't Stay know. tuned to this podcast. Aaron, Weekend Geek? Uh, yeah, so after our last recording, I got inspired by an image Jake Drew and sent to you and I, Ben, um, about Gee, what, what would that? Ben be if he was a superhero, and we, we said that you would be the Rainbow Hatchet. Uh-huh. And I figured you needed, you needed this. Look at all these beautiful colors. I see red, orange, <laughs> yellow, green, and there's blue, indigo, and violet. Rainbow. Hatchet. Rainbow, rainbow, high and bright. Rainbow, smash, rainbow, smash, rainbow, smash. From the clouds down to the ground, I see colors. You like hold it with both hands behind your head. It was super badass, fight super villains. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue. Blow them in the head with a hatchet? And violet too. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue. And I have an axe and a score. I have to be competing against another superhero. Beat this motherfucking head wide open with a hatchet. Y'all better believe I won! I won! I kicked everyone's butt. Rainbow He was like, I gotta tell you, this is like the biggest underdog story I've ever seen since working here. 
Well, then that was for you. That is the, I, the second or third sweetest thing anyone has ever done for me. I want that, so that was my in my car. Geek. I want that on my phone. I want that to be my ringtone. That Ooh. was amazing. So, yeah, that's all. How about. long did that take you? A couple hours. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> rainbow, rainbow. That's so good. I'll play it for my husband later. He'll be like, the fuck? <laughs> Oh, wow. Right. All right. Yeah. I don't. How are we going to ever follow that up? That <laughs> was amazing. Are. Oh, yeah. my God. I did enjoy the rainbow hatchet picture. That should go on with the socials. <laughs> sure. I was <sighs> I was on the phone with the customer doodling. So. <laughs> all right. So this week we met the JLA. It's about time. We've met all the individual superheroes. We've met the Teen Titans. We've met the JSA, Justice Society of America. It's about time we get into the JLA. So we read Secret Origins. It was an old-ass book. It was um, an old-ass book. <laughs> it was a bunch of JLAers. There was no Batman in this first one, but it was all of the other big guys. We had the Flash. We had Green Lantern. We had Black Canary. We had Martian Manhunter. We had a glimpse of Superman. And it was really them all meeting. He didn't mention mention Aquaman. Oh, my God. All my oh, yeah. things. I got fish everywhere. <laughs> we met Aquaman. Um, and they are all dealing with these aliens and the aliens are all going after their specific weaknesses and they all come together and turn into trees and then they solve the problem. Basically, <laughs> then to go basically, then to go with that, we also read a little, uh, story that happens later. That's got the newer justice league. So Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman and all this, and they're going up against, um, the team that we read in this book, basically. So, what did y'all think? Well, I want to... Aaron. <laughs> no, Aaron needs to talk first. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> he earned it with his Rainbow Hatchet song. <laughs> Aaron could lead everything from now on. Rainbow, rainbow. <laughs> I don't know. I. It was old. <laughs> uh, I, they all kind of just... There was so much telling in the story mm. both stories as opposed to the inferring that I like in comics and the figuring out what's going on apart from them telling us exactly what they're going to do what's happening around them right like you use the art like you're yeah. an art form mm-hmm. don't yeah that yeah, seems to be the ongoing problem with these but, older and books. it seems like that was an older style what what age would that Jake be the um <laughs> Age. Bronze Age, or this Silver was Asian in the Bronze Age. Yeah, um, <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, there are some really funny parts in here, uh, but overall, I, I don't know. I liked when they turned into trees. That splash page of them all turning into trees is actually in a JLA coloring book that I have. <laughs> oh, really? With like their legs being roots uh-huh, and, their and their hands arms turning into branches. Yeah, I mean, they they seemed like. Okay, so we read the the Teen Titans book where all Teen the Titans. all the JLA adult superheroes are overtaken with their mental powers being forced to do other things. I almost felt like some of that was at play here with them all going to New Orleans or Florida or the Everglades or wherever it is and being drawn there and all being kind of stupid and they're all showing up there. <laughs> I kind of felt like, you know, it didn't say that, but I feel like there was some mind Shifting going they might on. have been stupid, Aaron. They, I think they but were just dumb. They were not and nearly as stupid as Batman in our last episode <laughs> with all these dumb henchmen. So, true, anyways, true, true. 
All right. All right. Yeah, so you guys Jake, already started with the, some good points. So I gave these guys uh, Secret Origins uh, issue 32 altogether now, which Ooh. was done in 1988. That was the first one we I read. I was too. It seemed a lot older than that. Yeah. The 1973 Batman that we read last time. What the year Joker. was it? 1988. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't that And then seem... the second book we did was Justice League of America issue 200 from 1982. Oh. So the Secret Origin is actually a retelling of of episode 200, book 200. So do you think part of its cheesy factor was being like we're telling old stories like how the Teen Titans kind of did? I think so. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Because some of it was funny, like Aaron said. So, yeah. So, the, the JLA first appeared in 1960 in Brave and the Bold 28. Now, that first team did consist of Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, and the others. And then they went back later and retconned to say that those members weren't the original team. The original team members were Martian Manhunter, Aquaman, Black Canary... Green Lantern, and Flash, who meet together in Secret Origins 32 to fight this alien invasion. And they are the first team that comes together and calls themselves the Justice League. And then they recruit others later on. Okay, we need to get into what really matters here. This was our introduction to Green Lantern? This? This is our (laughs) Green Lantern introduction? Flash gets his own episode. Wonder Woman gets her own episode. Aquaman's made cameos. This? GL doesn't have a lot to do with Batman. Like, they don't cross over all that uh, They both have green rings, but don't... don't sh- oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's fair. Why you always trying your crazy logic on me? It was also our first introduction to Martian Manhunter. Aaron, yeah. I always like to do this when we get to weird stuff, <laughs> because you have less DC exposure. What yeah. is your... What did you know about Martian Manhunter going into this, if well, anything? He's from Mars, <laughs> supposedly, right? Maybe but you're the world's greatest detective. He's from Mars, too? I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about him, except he's like the embodiment of what we think a Martian would be with superpowers because he's green and turns invisible. did not like his costume because he thought that he got it wrong because he wasn't a squishy little grease <laughs> green That's guy. true. That's true. So, Did interest- you also catch what was going on with that scene, when what they were saying about... During that time? Yeah, they didn't like him. They were being racist. <laughs> they, they also thought that they asked if uh, George Lucas was oh, making a yeah. movie. Oh, <laughs> Which, so all of the original trilogy had been out by this point. Oh. So all three of them had, yeah, been released. So I was, those must have been like fresh in people's minds and stuff after the trilogy had been completed, which... I thought was funny in that sense. When did the when did Return of the Jedi come out? Eighty six. Oh, so it was like two years later. Although Green Lantern doesn't have a lot to do with Batman, Martian Manhunter has a little bit to more to do with him because he his first appearance was in Detective Comics, Detective oh. Comics two twenty five from nineteen fifty five. Gee whiz, that silly place irritates me so. <laughs> and he was Marvin. He was accidentally pulled to Earth during a teleportation experiment. Um, and of course he was. The doctor who pulled him to Earth <laughs> died upon the shock of seeing him and couldn't send him back. And so he was stuck on Earth. What? Well, and then the rest sucks. of the Martians died. And he eventually had to restart Mars 2. He so. gets a niece eventually. But yeah. Don't yeah. kind of, sort of. Uh, he's in the Supergirl TV show. 
but that might be a spoiler if you guys haven't all watched all that. So. What? I haven't seen it. I feel so like it was in um, Smallville, too, actually. I feel like Ben's beverages are dying people's mouths. <laughs> yeah. I keep touching my hand. Well, drink why. them all and your mouth should be green because that's how colors work. All right. So you talked about being manipulated and some mind control and everything. And I want to talk about that. Um, I do want to get into the JLA as a team are supposed to be the most powerful superheroes uh, combined together in their universe, right? Um, Black Canary's biggest concern was ripping her fishnets. <laughs> uh-huh. And being mad at her mom. And being mad. Yeah, she was not great in this. But continue. But um, she can scream really loud, apparently. Ah, Glass shattering. But I, That's why we have plastic cups. That <laughs> and Aaron likes to knock over my stuff. I think it's going to take a <laughs> something in the mind control realm for this team. Like, I have oh, always you're not... With what's the conflict? Like, right. How I've, are you going to combat? How, yeah. What do you put up against these heroes that's big enough for them to have a challenge. Why is it interesting? Like, I've always had a problem with the JLA personally because they are like god level powers of you know most of them are. It seems boring because Do you have that same problem with the Avengers. No, I don't because they're a lot more human based. Um, at least the Avengers in the the MCU that are presented a lot more human based and they have to overcome a mm. lot more to okay. be able to succeed. I've always steered clear to the JLA. Like I. Uh, other than this and one book that we'll read way down the road that deals a lot more with Batman, I, I can't tell you how much that I've read Ooh, a lot of JLA stuff. I know what that one is. <laughs> mm. well, well, what do you guys think Aaron's about it? Like, going to love it. Do you enjoy a series that has this big of a powerhouse in it? I, I get what you're saying. Like, We just watched Endgame again the other night. Me too. Uh, which was fantastic. <laughs> and... If you think about Iron Man, Spider-Man, Hawkman, uh, Hawkeye, or Hawkeye, Black Widow, uh, Falcon. I mean, I'm just naming off a bunch that are humans. That yep. some of them have powers and some of them use machines to help them have powers. Yep. And those are just like five. And, you know, you've got Ant-Man. You've got some others where they rely on some other stuff to help them. But So they have more fallibility, I think, and more ability to be affected by Earth stuff and real life than I think the JLA does. Batman is the most human out of all of them uh, because biologically. He's, biologically, he's the one that doesn't have the powers. And we've got Green Arrow, but yes. I don't, I don't, I don't know it's a ton about Green Arrow. <clears throat> he's Batman without the cool factor and he shoots arrows instead of batarangs. They're basically the same character. Really? He, he doesn't have the dark past. Okay. So, so no. he just chose that. He's like Robin Hood. Hey, you're stuck on an island for a while. No, I did watch the first season or two. But Came back yeah. with the vengeance. And you rewatch it. The JLA movie, I think part of that was planning on DC and how they try to pull it off. But at the same time, when you have gods fighting and people that aren't from the earth fighting, and it's really impossible to kill some of them, it's kind of, I don't know, it doesn't hold the same marvel or mystique that I think uh, some of the other ones do. I think it can work, and I think it's beautiful for a splash page to have these big characters. I think it's a lovely poster. Um, I've talked before how most of what I read are the teen-aged team books, so like the younger versions of these characters, because to me, you still have the powers. You still have the general character. You have the, <laughs> you have the character dynamics that are the same as the Justice League, 
but they're still in training. So they aren't unstoppable yet. So it's, it's the draw and the magic out of the JLA, but they have more flaws because they're yeah. kids that are learning. So that's why I like those teen, teen books. Well, and I think I agree that that's almost more inviting because they have they have a lot more flaws. They have a lot of learning to do. Their conflicts are a lot more skin level. They they I don't know. Like with so many different personalities in the JLA, I would want to see them have a really really hard time getting along. And they do that from time to time. Batman rubs people the wrong way. Oliver pisses people off from time to time. Nobody understands Martian Manhunter. But, like, there's not that... Not freaking Martian. <laughs> there's not that conflict. Uh, I mean, they all have such a different approach to what they do. It's not easy being green. That I That's think true. that they should... I think they should butt heads more. And maybe yeah. you know, I just haven't read the right stories. To I haven't read a ton. I mean, I have a, a couple volumes of Justice League for the new 52 um, trades. I read the first one. It was okay. Um, you know, but I, I didn't get super into them. Something that bothers me, not bothers me, but if y'all have noticed from this podcast, I'm not really into the stories. I want the character <laughs> relationship. I mean, not to be like the Justice League, like you've said, needs these giant conflicts. So it needs like a god that's going to crush the earth. And to me, that's not really what I want to read. I want to read Batman Superman not getting along in the cave. I want to read mm-hmm. them at the watchtower and they yeah. lost power and how are they going to fix it? Like, I want those like... I thought their relationship in Trinity was good. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought the fewer three characters of them and they, were, yeah. and they spent more time, I think, as their human counterparts or selves having that dialogue and that banter at some point. It's a great call out. Yeah, and I, I think it's I think in any big story, <laughs> the bad tour. Sorry, it, it's hard to give the right rainbow spotlight in an uh, in a in a not assembly in a an ensemble story. Like, like you can't play favorites when you're call when it's the Justice League of America book. Like, but if it's Batman, do. you can play favorites. There's always going to be someone leading the story, and yeah. these were like silly, fun little bronze age stories we read so we didn't really get a chance <laughs> so these are bronze age releases but telling golden yes, age yes. stories oh, oh. fancy oh, um okay. something so you you all were talking about how the human characters well what i think is interesting what they try to do to hinder the more godlike creatures is that those heroes have specific weaknesses mm-hmm. superman's got his kryptonite martian manhunter's <laughs> got fire yeah um Green Lantern. <laughs> like I did start the fire with his oh, fingers. He did. Yeah, well. uh, Green Lantern can't take on yellow. Which yeah, I what was that? Always That's known, his weakness. But he never understood. Yeah. So yellow is the color of, is it the color of fear? Is that what? Yes. Okay, yeah. So yellow in the, the Lantern's realm represents fear. That's why uh, when Sinestro leaves the Green Lantern Corps and becomes the leader of the Yellow Lanterns, um, it's he becomes the archenemy of oh. Hal Jordan. Um, green is the color of will. So will can has trouble overcoming fear. Fear is more dominant It was than almost like, the book was almost like an intro to the characters, which was nice for how uh-huh. we were yeah. reading it. Because he's like, I have a lot of will. Like, they're telling you their strengths, they're telling you their weaknesses, and they're going about their basic powers. But the story as a whole, is just like, okay, you're trees, I get it. Like, I don't, mm. it's passable. 
So did you, what do you think of Aquaman's like entry in his dialogue? Oh, I will answer that question, but you reminded me. I feel like a lot of them and their little thought bubbles at the beginning were all like, this is my first mission. I'm like, how is it your first day on the job and you're all being attacked by these aliens? That's uh, very yeah. convenient. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like, I, it seemed like they all like shouted their name as part of their thought bubble introduction. Aquaman. <laughs> I wrote down, is he singing, shouting his name? Is he, he's like, I'm Aquaman. Black Canary was talking about like, what people are going to think of her and she's like thinking and when she gets to her own name thinking as someone else she's like black canary and i'm like what is going on with these (laughs) yeah good call that was just bizarre but aquaman did you catch the line where he said i always thought my powers were fairly unimpressive compared to other superhumans (laughs) i took a picture yes (laughs) and then he shouts at the fish do what you're told darn fish (laughs) He uh, he's bossy he to those help. fish. <laughs> Poor Aquaman. He I mean, like turned into like goo. I mean, how? What's the percentage of of ocean to land? Swim to the tidal oh, yeah, way. He's the king of the majority of the world. Like, yeah. he gets treated like garbage. <laughs> he has the largest <laughs> realm, and respectfully, like probably one of the more powerful ones. Like they even talk about it in the second book how he can withstand the crushing weight of the oceans. He can force his body through. Uh, um, opposing currents and all that. Like, he's extremely powerful, yet he's such a laughable so character. So, our movie, I think, this season needs to be Aquaman. Since you guys haven't seen it, it I watched Aquaman. Have you seen it yet? No, I said I would watch Aquaman. Uh, I, it's such a better introduction to this character than what we've had. I could be, I could be convinced to watch Aquaman very, very easily. Aaron and I went to that antique mall we've mentioned before and bought some comic books, and it was lovely. One of the books I bought, guys, is the book where Aquaman gets his hand bitten off by piranhas. <laughs> is that how he gets the hook? Yes. A bad guy holds his hand in water with piranhas, and oh it bites. God. They eat but all the skin off. But he can talk to fish. <laughs> Uh, apparently piranhas are the devil and he doesn't talk to them. You know, I flipped through it. You know, I don't read comic books, but uh, <laughs> there's a page where he literally has a bloody skeleton oh hand because all his skin one. and muscles got eaten off. Wait, is that really how he loses his hand and has to have the hook? Yes. What? It might not be piranhas. It was piranhas earlier in the story. We need to read that one. Because he has the hook for like two decades. Yeah, Peter David wrote it. And I love Peter David. He's my favorite writer ever. I'll talk about him whenever I can. He is one of the writers of DC vs. Marvel. And he... Uh, it's like Batman issue, going blind from bats scalping his eyes out. Uh, I'll actually read it and get back to you on the next one. All right. But yeah, he has his hand bitten off. So anyways, Aquaman's a hot mess. <laughs> what? So Superman. Yes. His, he's got a cameo appearance in this book. Yes, doesn't even say a word to the rest of the jailers. They're beneath him. But what what you hear Superman say is, Lois was going to give poor Clark a tumble, and I had to fly off and do this. Yeah. Uh, So, obviously, Superman's got his priorities straight. (laughs) Was... But they're not doing it yet. This is true. Apparently, Lois and Clark are doing it. But not in continuity. Not in continuity. Like Oh, and this they sound like <laughs> Superman's got other things to get to. So <laughs> I, I Google Saving the world be damned. <laughs> I, I gotta get me some. Well in the bronze age, I guess they were doing it. <sighs> I think this is more the condom age, Ben. I don't know. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's 
cannot be a ready joke for the whole season. What, the Bronze Age? (laughs) Oh, Aaron and I have plans. (laughs) That's what you get when you show up late. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Anyway. All right, well. So that was the one That's all I got to say about that book. The other (laughs) issue, what y'all think. My big takeaway from the other issue of them going up against each other, quote-unquote, was the Batman scene where he goes against Black Canary and Green Arrow and takes them both out like super quick, which was also our actual first introduction mm-hmm. to Green Arrow because we got a glimpse of him in the Teen Titans book with Speedy. Yeah. So this is uh, Justice League of America 200. For um, It's a big uh, anthology issue, like tons of different guest artists on it. Uh, George Perez shows up. Oh, Brian Bolin. Uh, Carmine Infantino. Infantino. Falcone. A lot of a lot of famous DC guys did art for this book, and so it's the original team that we just met in the Secret Origins has lost their memory and are being controlled by the aliens uh, to try to resurrect them. And the new team, who is composed of Red Tornado, Zantana, Hawkman, <laughs> Adam. Firestar, uh, Black Canary, an Arrow, and Elongated Man. Can I talk about Red Tornado? <gasps> Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> so yeah, yeah how it's an old team versus and, new team book. How are Elongated Man and Plastic Man different? Whatever. Uh, plastic plastic man, man is like cuckoo bananas. Like, right. He's crazy. He's just a joke. Crazy? Like, yeah. Crazy. Like baby. almost villain level. Like he he's wackadoo. Like he's... He, huh. Really? Yeah. Not now. He's not a bad guy. Like so he's wackadoo <laughs> for the good, but he's a wackadoo. Oh. So does Elongated Man and Firestorm? Do they have their own series? Or are they like standalones, right or are they just JLA people? Because they probably is at his own. I don't know. Yeah, so. <laughs> Firestorm is at his own standalone story. So what's the deal with the professor? <gasps> professor, I would rather talk about Red Tornado. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the professor... And I don't care. <laughs> the professor and Firestorm are two different entities that share uh, half of an equation, and when they come together, they form Firestorm. Have you watched Flash, Aaron? Spoiler alert. Yeah, maybe. It's in, it's in there. Not okay. saying you should know um, that, but saying that that... I, I don't know how far behind we are conversation. And so the younger of the two, uh, Ronnie, Ro- Ronald... Uh, he's kind of the driver, and then the professor is in his head, and you know talks to him. It's so like, it's brain and brawn yeah, together. Okay. All right. Yep. What about Zantana? Zatana? Satana? She has magic powers when she says things backwards. Yes, I wrote true. that she speaks backwards. So she she's that's the son of a ma- the spells work. That's, that's her magic. shtick. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's the the daughter of a magician Zatara. and a uh, sorceress, and uh, so she has like. She's magical. Um, she's in a lot. Yeah, she's actually a pretty big player. Um, this huh. is a weird costume, but she's she's pretty big. Yeah, not into it. Red Tornado is a robot man who has the powers of wind, <laughs> and I like him because come season seven or eight, uh, he will be the mentor. Are we still for... doing it that long? No, oh. he'll be the mentor for one Tim Drake and his friends. So. They, 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 Red Tornado stops being a Justice League member and basically becomes just a statue. He like 
doesn't he's like i don't care about my humanity and he like shuts down for like years <laughs> and nice then, nice and then he Is like that because the writers didn't want to do him anymore basically uh, i'm done with this guy so he's like in a cave and then tim drake and his friends are hanging out in the cave and he wakes up because he's so annoyed by the teenagers <laughs> so he becomes their like mentor That's so awesome. i was excited to get him in this all right ben what do you know about hawkman Hawkman and a hawk girl, although she should be hawk woman, but whatever, sexism. Uh, I know nothing about him. They're like <laughs> gods that were like reborn or something. I, I don't know. I don't know shit about him. When They're I saw dancing. the pairing of him versus Superman, I was like, uh, yeah, that's going to go real well for you, <laughs> Hawkman. But he has a mace, Aaron, a mace. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, can you tell us a little bit about the Atom? Uh, he gets very small like Ant-Man. That's mm-hmm. about all I... Uh, that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. And, uh, uh, Ray has... Palmer developed a suit that can shrink. Not a particle, just a suit. <laughs> so he has to be in the suit and he can shrink. But he can and shrink... other people can wear the suit and shrink and cause murders. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and he uh, can shrink... Um, 20 years from now. I think the big thing is where Ant-Man would go down and ride ants and get real small. Like Adam can go into the molecular level. He travels so through almost the like quantum the size realm. of an atom. Yep, almost the size <laughs> of an atom. Hmm. But <laughs> the maximum height that he can shrink to is six inches. So he stays six inches most of the time. It's really weird. And, yeah. So that's his maximum height is six inches? No, he can grow to a full-grown man, but he can't go between six inches and full-grown. What the hell? Okay, I saw that in there, and I was like, yeah. well, how can he be tiny if he's six inches? That's not going to Well, he goes through. smaller than six. Uh, well, yeah, so I figured that out. It's like but... it's negative to six. That's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. Uh, and then we talked about... Yeah, we talked about it here. Okay, so that we, we covered all so the new guys. So we really got like the gist. Back to Hawkman for half a oh. second. I know him more of um, a JSA. Correct. He's, he's a big JSA. He person. and um, Black Canary. Uh, they were both originally yes. JSAers. Aaron, a little history lesson. Justice Society of America uh, predates the Justice League of America. It was the team from the 1940s. It had the original Green Lantern, which we have never met and probably will never meet. It had the original. Scott. Yep. It had the original Flash. Barry Allen. Oh, Jay Garrick. <laughs> Jay Garrick. Uh, it I had like Hawkman. Garrick. <laughs> Stargirl. Yes, Stargirl. Yeah, Black Star Canary. Uh, a couple others. Courtney um, Whitmore, Stargirl. And Keep so them coming. It was the first big superhero oh, yeah. team up. Of... Yeah, a bunch of them die in, uh, in yeah. uh, Crisis. Well, it was Starman. Oh, yes. Yes, Star you're right. Stargirl is the more recent JSA where she's a teenager. She's one teenager hanging out with a bunch of like 50-year-old superheroes, which is very strange. But it was originally what? Starman? Star I think Man? so. I think you're right. So what did you guys think of this book? Well, so this book retconned a little bit that uh, that Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman were all originally a part of the team. How do you guys feel about retcons. Is that going back and saying this is actually what happened? Correct. Dumbledore was gay the whole time? No one does that anymore, Jake. What do you mean? All right. Retcon Uh is defined as a piece of new information that imposes a different interpretation on previously described events, typically used to facilitate a dramatic plot shift or account for an inconsistency. So So you mean they replacing Wonder Woman. So episode book 200 came first. So they replaced Wonder Woman with Black Canary then. 
Whereas I thought they replaced Black Canary with Wonder Woman. So when the Justice League premiered, uh, Wonder Woman was one of the founding members. They went back, uh, like, I think it was issue nine of the Justice League, and they told the story of the original Justice League, which is retold here in Secret Origins. And they stated that it was Black Canary and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then on. they later went back and said that the records were wrong, but Wonder Woman was actually there. And why can't they have two females? What the heck? It's too many. What the heck, you Becky? Can't also, when does a black person show up? Uh, well, that's the funny thing because like Martian Manor was the yeah, that's not appropriate or acceptable. <laughs> He was nothing of you. No, no, yeah, yeah. He was was the the diversity, diversity for a long time, and it really they kind of wrote him out. They had um, no, because he was in the 1996 JLA series, right? But then uh, he's still around. John Stewart took over uh, the Green Lantern, and he was the diverse in the 80s. In the 80s, yeah. And in the 80s, Teen Titans had Cyborg. They literally are like, here's one. Yeah. Yep, one girl, one uh, one person of a diverse culture or race. Yay, history! <laughs> now it's a lot better. Awkward. Name name the Justice League right now. Like who is in the Justice League movie? Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> Cyborg and right? Wonder Woman. Yeah, Cyborg and Wonder Woman. Everybody else was a was a man of white. Yes. yes. To be fair, with the Justice League, they have. That movie had what five or six characters. Event the last Avengers movie is pretty diverse, and that has like hundreds of characters. Yeah. Let's play a game of the superpowers in the first book we read. So the the people that all become trees, which <laughs> of their power set would you like to have? And I then- would like the egg uh, meteor powers <laughs> to clone myself and to uh, turn super people. Not super. Okay, that's clearly not what I meant. <laughs> oh. But that's fine. You want to be a giant yellow bird with it shoots of lasers out of your eyes? Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Green Lantern won't be a threat. I would want to be the Flash. I think that of the ones Not featured... Black Canary? Because you're like... Ah! <laughs> you're yellow right now. <laughs> I, I think that of all the powers in this book, the Flash with his super speed is the one I would most want to have. Nice. Yeah. See, like Martian Manhunter has like Superman level power, but his weakness is a lot worse than... Than Superman's weakness, like it's fire. Yeah, being yeah. being scared and, and 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 vulnerable to fire is really bad. But he can go invisible. That's pretty cool. That is true. The invisibility part would be actually uh, as hokey as the guy is. Like, I want Aquaman's powers. Like, be able to swim in the ocean. Like, never have to come up for air. Like, that'd be good. You could talk to all fish except piranhas. <laughs> <laughs> except piranhas, which will eat your hand. Yeah. You nah, might. Yeah. He probably talked to them, and they're just like, screw you, dude. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> you taste good. You can't even get a school of fish to listen. I ain't going to talk to you. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah. I hope that's what piranhas sound like. Dumbass. <laughs> so I would not recommend these books, but I thought they were... The first, the one where they're all turning into trees was charming. The second one, I'm just like, I'm over this. I'm over reading all this. So I wouldn't really recommend it. But I do look forward to reading more JLA, and I do really like the question we've kind of thrown out there of 
how can you do these stories and what kind of enemies do they need and all that. So I look forward to seeing how that plays out. Um, what about you guys' recommendations? I don't know if I'd recommend this. Probably not. I didn't think they were all that great. I think getting all the characters together is important for what's probably going to come later. So I think we have that established. We can now maybe use them in a more important kind of way. I don't know. As For a casual reader, I don't think that they're, they're super great. If you're into the DC history, I think The Secret Origins is definitely worth a read because it does give you a basis for where this team started off. Um, I def- wanted to, definitely wanted to say, like, finding a place um, to kickstart the Justice League in a Batman podcast mm-hmm. is very, very difficult because he is there from the beginning of the team, the Justice League of America, but he's not the biggest player. They didn't utilize Batman and Superman all that much because they didn't want to overuse them when mm-hmm. they were doing these books. And so eventually... I can see that because they probably want to give the other people screen time or FaceTime. And... Right, right. And uh, eventually those two and Wonder Woman, they become the big three. They become the big players Almost of the like whole the universe. And so anytime they show up in the Justice League stories, the story revolves around them and their pivotal characters. But to find like a, a good jumping in place for the Justice League is really difficult because the team has been retconned and changed and there's hundreds of members to it and so it might be a little dramatic uh, have you ever watched the tv show justice league unlimited (laughs) which is actually a really good cartoon but the word um, does sort of sum it up doesn't it (laughs) like anybody could be on this team huntress was a jla member huntress is a jla member not just on that don't come for huntress when are we meeting her jake she's a batman character i have issues if you want to know a little bit more about it um then this is uh it's an okay story but it's not you know it's not that great <laughs> what are we reading next jake you got a trivia question jake do we get to meet new robins jake does anybody die jake does anyone get shot jake bang bang <laughs> bang bang he shot me down bang bang i hit, hit the, the ground. ground bang bang. do we get to listen to the rainbow song again because i really enjoyed that is that, i think that's what we learned this week Look at all these beautiful colors. <laughs> so maybe I just want that to be my ringtone. While I'm trying to find the book for next week, which I meant to prepare at work today and I forgot. If you would like to read a fleshed out version <laughs> of the original story, there was a JLA year one, which I did not make you Is guys read. No one's interested. It's 14 issues. No. Oh my God. <laughs> It's as thick as my notebook. It's huge. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and read it, but it's basically the it's story of them as fighting aliens. As your notebook too. All right. So. Well, if you guys are reading along <laughs> with us, he sounds mad. Screw you guys. There's another big book coming. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna read the New Teen Titans, <gasps> Volume One. This is the beginning of the Cyborg, Raven, Beast Boy, Star Girl, Starfire, uh, Robin team. <laughs> 1980 something so we're gonna find out uh what dick grayson does when he's building his own team of super he does starfire (laughs) this is a hefty book guys (laughs) so uh you know make sure you give yourself some time cool awesome by george perez Is it by George Perez? It's that time again. Oh, good God. Did you do another one of our cute little skits? No, George, no. no. It's time to learn the day's lesson. 
And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Aaron, what's the moral of today's story? What did we learn? Um, Nookie is more important than saving people. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe. Do all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> subscribe. Uh, whatever. Like us. Have fun. Have a happy day. I've been your sunshine in Gotham and the baby brother. And Rainbow Hatchet. Rainbow Hatchet! <laughs> I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest. I'll clean this up. Uh, Jake, I'm going to take a lot of abuse this season, apparently. <laughs> this it is season. the Bronze Age. Oats of bitties, plants, this city's ways. I am the knight, a tyrant of the shade. I am the spy, I am the pain repaid. I am the The Brotherhood of Batman is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network. The network is a collection of shows about the Dark Knight, plus ones that cover DC comics, films, TV, and a lot of other geeky audio experiences. It has links to shows like the sponsor, Batman on Film, Everyone Loves the Drake, and Batman the Animated Podcast, and many, many more. We're very excited to be a part of this group of talented podcasters, and you should head over and find all of these great shows at batmanpodcastnetwork.com. You can find more of the Brotherhood of Batman on Facebook at the Brotherhood of Batman Facebook and all the other social medias that my brothers do. Bye!